You know the problem with Hollywood is? They make shit. Unbelievable, unremarkable shit. Now, I'm not some grungy wannabe filmmaker that's searching for existentialism through a haze of bong smoke or something. No, it's easy to pick apart bad acting, short-sighted directing, and a purely moronic stringing together of words that many of the studios term as prose. No, I'm talking about the lack of realism. Realism. Not a pervasive element in today's modern American cinematic vision. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater... <laughs> this is episode 227. Uh, I think, actually, is that right? I can't remember. 220 and 7? Yeah, 227. And tonight, this evening, today, this morning, whatever time it is for you, we are talking about swordfish. swordfish. Excuse me, Trebek. I'll take swordfish that's, for 100. That's S-wordfish. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the joke doesn't quite work that way. I'm yeah, Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew. I always keep my machine gun in the trunk of my super rare sports car, Jimison. It's, Hi. It's really hard to fit on a birth certificate, that, that name. And Sam, really, a flying bus bus is the best plan vector. I, I Well, they had to get away somehow, right? Uh, they had already cleared the airspace. So, <laughs> okay, sure. The, the, re- the real question was: he he planned on on uh, a huge Jackman to um, to shoot down the other helicopter. So what you're saying is not a great plan. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, yeah. Hugh um, Jackman. Hugh. Jackman. Yeah, huge Jackman. Um, yeah, this is uh, 2001 Swordfish. Space Odyssey. Swordfish. <laughs> uh, the year we made contact or something. Um, <laughs> this movie. It's kind of a Michael Bay movie. I'm surprised it wasn't. Well, it, it does have a Bruckheimer feel mm-hmm. because it's the same dude what directed um, that, that Bruckheimer movie that I actually like, Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh-huh. Right? So, you know, the car scenes were pretty good. Wait, did, so. I, did I just lie? Hold on. What? Dire- director, Swordfish. Um, oh, maybe I lied. Yeah, no, Gone in 60 Seconds. So he's done he's done three movies, four, four movies. Mostly he does videos, music videos, which is kind of also how Michael Bay got his start. Uh, he did a Nicolas Cage Season of the Witch uh, in 2011. He did something called Whiteout in 09. Racist. Um, that's got your, your Kate Beckinsale. Beckinsale. Um, and your Tom Skerritt. And some other people. Uh, and then he does this movie, Swordfish in 01. So he took, uh, he took eight years off. And he did Gone in 60 Seconds in 2000. And then before that, it's like, oh, he did also did California. California with a K in '93 with your Brad Pitt and your Dave Duchovny. Um, you know, Californication? No, it's just called California with a K. Um, and then was it another show? Yes, it was with with David Duchovny. So maybe it's a, yeah. a show based on the movie. I don't know. I know nothing about either one of those things. And then before, but then otherwise, he's doing Janet Jackson videos. And the Tin Machine and Michael Bolton and Janet Jackson and Rhythm Nation. And I mean, 
and a bunch of steam. He didn't know how to make people look really cool. He does. He knows how to make people look really cool. And um, I really liked Gone in 60 Seconds also. So there's that. He, I don't know. I didn't. T- I guess because I'm not a car guy, I never really got into it. No, that's fair. I thought that was a movie about premature ejaculation. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's fair. Um, yeah. But he's so basically, he's got four films to his name, and really only one of them is good. Actually, I don't five name five movies to his name. Uh, I know nothing about California with a K. Yeah. I I don't know. Uh, no, you liked your gone, so I'm guessing that's the one you're saying is good. Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, I was going to go ahead and say, I, okay, I'll say this. And, and I guess, oh, Andrew, why don't you do the intro so that we know what, what in the world is swordfish? I'm not actually talking about a fish, right? I'm not, we're not, we're not doing sport fishing or, or. This is uh, about borders of uh, Boston going out there fishing, eh? Yeah, this isn't, this isn't the sequel to the, the perfect storm or that the, the other boat movie that we saw with uh, Chris Pine, right? This is. What which was that? What was that one called again? The uh, longest hours, not the longest hour. The the finest hours. Hours, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Andrew, if you will, a covert counterterrorist unit called Black Cell, led by Gabriel Shear, wants the money to help finance their war against international terrorism, but it's all locked away. Gabriel brings in convicted hacker Stanley Jobson to help him. Stanley Jobson, by the way, is a dumb name. Just gonna say. Doesn't that spoil one of the twists of the movie, though? Kind of. Yeah. Right? The movie starts off where you're like, oh man, these guys are terrorists. They're bad people. And then you realize kind of what he was going to use the money for. So you're kind of on their side a little bit, right? It's, it's a. So I, I was thinking about this earlier uh, once I realized that this is the same guy that did Gone in 60 Seconds. Gone in 60 Seconds, technically, is about a bunch of criminals doing bad things because a a worse criminal got the advantage over his brother. That's what the movie's about. And at the end of the movie, Nicolas Cage helps out Delroy Lindo, and then there's kind of a handshake, nudge, wink, don't arrest me kind of a thing, and they all walk away. But technically, it's about a bunch of bad guys doing bad things, technically. And so that's what this movie also is, is, you know, Hugh Jackman is technically, he's a, he's a convicted criminal, right? He is a convict, uh, an ex-con. Um, whether it be righteous or not, it's kind of this, it's the same concept of Ant-Man, right? It's, you know, the, the, the hero is, uh, was arrested for technically doing the right thing, right? And then you've got Travolta, who is willing to kill innocent people for the right thing, in his opinion, uh, including a senator, so <laughs> so that, that that's something that's kind of um, interesting. I think this that this idea that I mean Travolta is technically an anti-hero. Yeah. Now he paints himself as an asshole, so that you're you're okay with the resolution of the movie until the last minute and a half. But for what you think is the re- resolution of the movie, right? Right. I mean, like. You don't really like. You think that he's dead in the movie, and so you're you're kind of okay with that idea. Like, yeah, I'm okay with the the fact that um, Jackman shoots him down with a bazooka that we just happened to put on the bus. Makes sure that he sees that we have it, knows how to load it, disarm the safety, and shoot without the helicopter crashing and killing hundreds of other people. Okay, so fine, whatever. Killing the the pilot that he probably hired to, to get the helicopter. Yeah, I'm assuming that that was a a drone. I guess did we have the capability of having drones in 01? I mean, yeah, he killed some innocent pilot. Right, yeah, gotta break a few eggs to make an omelet. I guess. So, so then that means that Hugh Jackman's character is no better than him. That he's willing to kill. I mean, I guess if we're making the assumption that the only person he killed was one of the people that was part of Travolta's crew. Right, like one of the guys that didn't get shot or blown up, uh, you know, he he just killed one of his crew. So Travolta's willing to sacrifice his crew for the for the mission. Yeah. So, but still, Jackman then still kills a dude. So he's, in my opinion, still not as he's he's still no better than Travolta in that case. So. Yeah, and 
can we get into a little bit here? Well, we will in just a second, I, but my here's my point. <laughs> that <laughs> 10 minute of soliloquy to get to the point that I still kind of had fun watching this. Oh yeah. Movie. Yeah. It, you know, and I, I did too only because I forgot the twists. I yeah. I completely forgot all the different little things, um, including the ending, you know, of this thing. And it was it was fun to relive some of that. Mm-hmm. And it's still, I think, one of the best openings of a movie. It, I think you're right. It, as far as a cold opening goes, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very well done. Yeah, it is. The the problem only comes with some pretty leaps of um, how what would you call what would you call it basically you know he was very lucky for the plan to work by the end oh yeah 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 I mean there's so much I, to chance yeah I mean number one did he really even need to shoot the girl a ginger yeah he needed her to be dead so that Stanley wouldn't try to try to save her. Again, okay. that's why. He, but again, he didn't actually shoot her. Right, he was a blank. But again, yep. he needed Stanley to think she was dead, at least yeah. for the short term. And she was really hanging there. Well, I mean, I'm sure there was the same kind of rig that they used to pretend hang the bad guy in, um, <laughs> uh, friggin' Sherlock Holmes. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, she wasn't. And then I, I apparently he's used a um, rocket launcher in the past or a grenade launcher. Like that's what you know. It's like if I picked up, if I mean, Sam, you you hand me your shotgun, I'm gonna know how to use it because yeah. it's pretty intuitive, right? You you know, point and pull the trigger. Point and pull the yeah. trigger. It's kind of a point and click kind of a thing. I I, I kind of feel like there's a little more to those. I think. Yeah, I th- you know, you put. I mean, because he had to load it. He put the thing he had in the to, thing. to take it off safety. I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. You know, did it? Did it have to kind of it, already know where it's going in what, terms of a heat signature? Yeah, I mean, what, it's just what if, what if he missed? I mean, like, there, your your plan is contingent upon him. I mean, I yeah. guess the other idea is if they get away in the helicopter, then I guess the the contingency still works as if they shoot the helicopter down. Okay. You know, that if the police helicopter shows up and then you know machine yeah. guns it down. The, the plan still works, I guess. Um, it's not as neat and tidy. But. It's, yeah, you're right. Um, and it doesn't let, let Hugh Jackman look like you know a momentary hero because he won't let this, in his opinion, psycho get away, but he still drops a, a burning helicopter on a city. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, some, some poor bystander's car did just explode. So I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, anyway, whatever. Uh, so, so Sam, you, you said you wanted to get into it. So let's, let's get into it. What do you want to get into? Well, we kind of talked about it. You know, the, the leaps of logic, um, that had to happen for, for some of these things to work seemed pretty far fetched. Um, you know, I understand that certainly the DA, uh, DEA, you know, might have this big slush fund that they could get into. Mm. Right. But it just, I guess they're taking advantage of people's lack of knowledge of how hacking would work. Yes. And how um, how you'd go about getting it to work. Well, remember, this is 2001, right? So, yeah. And they wrote this movie in 2000, right? So Y2K was still on people's minds, right? Like we were still legitimately afraid that on the stroke of midnight of 2000, planes were going to fall from the sky because we didn't understand computers. Um, that was a thing, you know, people who are listening to this podcast might literally have been born that year and might not know that, but that was a legit fear is that planes were going to fall from the sky. Satellites were going to explode. This international space station was going to come back to earth quicker than the anticipated. I mean, like seriously, that was, they were afraid that was going to happen. Of course, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, at true. All. So they could they used a bunch of t- technical jargon that was technically correct, right? Nothing that they said is wrong. It's just the way they said it was wrong. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, if I said something like, I have a floppy disk, that is a term. And I'm <laughs> going to stick the floppy disk in the S drive. Okay, an S drive is a thing, but you can't insert it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really worked that way, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Although, here's a big question. And let me ask you this i equated 
the um, the hacking session that they showed uh, Huge Jackman doing mm-hmm. to Dancing Spider-Man Three. Yeah, okay. that to me was the silliest, stupidest <laughs> thing in the whole movie. The only that, thing I liked was the music. I kind of liked that oh, like, weird. God, dude, that was horrible. Oh no, it's not good. What were you saying, Andrew? Didn't you say he did music videos? Yeah, he did. Um, yeah, you could tell. Yeah, I mean it's um okay. Again, you're not wrong. The 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 music kind of sucks, but I I kind of dug it for whatever reason. Um, I I don't know why. I just kind of did. Uh, so anyway, whatever. because <laughs> uh, it was kind of jazzy and kind of uh, something else. I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah, the, but the tech is bad and I always use this movie. Pretty uh, soon you'll be on a yacht oh, with oh, your daughter. What's happening? Good life. <laughs> bonbons. <laughs> Why are you talking Travolta? Um, so let me, let me ask you this. Yeah. If he would have gone along with him, would he have gotten that money and the yacht? And every, I mean, you know, would he have been a wealthy man or would he have been a casualty? Uh, what do you mean? You're saying like, would he have killed Hugh Jackson if he didn't get the money? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. You know, basically, Hugh Jackman was going to get paid for this, right? The yeah. Ten million or something. So, if if it, if he would have just walked out there, would he have still gotten that money? Does yeah, that make sense? I, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean. But they they know that they the whole the whole point was to get his their their hooks into him, they get him on the hook, and and the daughter was the was the key, and then eventually murdering the mother so that he, um, you know he had to do it right like he because yeah. they knew he had his daughter. By the way, I just here we go. Just oh here we go. You don't like that? Please no. No? Okay, that's fine. It's not good. It's fine. It's fine for what it is. The scene itself is more egregious than anything else. Just typing with no with no text actually happening and um anyway, so yeah. Um Okay, so So Sam, you're you're talking about bad plans. Okay. <laughs> And I'm trying to think here how to, how to put this. So basically, here's the way I feel like. So like they're the first hacker that they hire, right? The 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 French dude, um, who's a total you know total douche. Who's really dumb for a smart hacker guy trying to uh, punch his way out of the airport. Um, you know that. Not a really good idea, right? So anyway, they they bring over Hugh Jackman, right? And uh, so they go to this club, and he uh, Travolta sits down at the table, and all these women come in here. And so at some point between the scene where we see him sitting down with all these attractive women and Ginger bringing Hugh Jackman over, he has to literally have this conversation, go, okay, guys, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to bring a dude in here, right? Couple of my guys here are gonna have guns. It's fine. They're none of them are loaded. Don't be don't be freaked out, okay? Who wants to give a BJ? You, <laughs> Heidi, you want to do it? Great. Okay. So I need you to give this guy who you've never met a BJ while he's typing the computer. Don't worry. I know it's gonna be a little awkward for you. Just I need you to do it, okay? So just do your thing. Seem. Uh... Um. And um. Who who else wants to hug on him? You you guys. Oh, how about you two make out over there to to do it? Okay. Cool. All right. We all good? All right, now I'll just pretend like we didn't say anything, and I'm just going to snap my fingers, and you guys are going to know what to do. Okay, cool. All right, ready? Break. Okay, I just... Like, those are the conversations I actually want to see movies show us, because it would be so dumb and awkward. I'd just be... Anyway. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, I did laugh that this movie had more Matrix moments than I realized. Um, you, mm-hmm. got, you got the slow mo matrix cam with the uh, explosion at the beginning of the movie, which was still really cool. How they did that, 
They also use the same cell phones. The little, you push the button and it clicks down, it shoots down. That's the Matrix cell phone, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a hacker, a hacker, and club with, and a club with techno. So we had a lot of, a lot of the same uh, Matrix stuff happening. So that's kind of cool. Um, anyway, oh Helga, sorry, not Hyde. Helga was her name. Anyway, sorry, I wrote that down. Um, did you guys find it weird that the tech guy is talking about the his his wife's porn, and he literally pulls a VHS tape out and is like, "You want to see some?" Like. Did that bother anyone else? It was a little off-putting. Yeah. Like, did they just casually put a joke in the fact that this guy who is a government official, like a cop, basically, he's a cop, right? Is yeah. He just keeps porn on tape nearby his office? Just, that's, that's gross. I mean, Don Cheadle should have slapped him upside the head. like, dude, this is an office. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I actually made the joke the other day. Uh Another class, another teacher was using my classroom, and I walk in my classroom to get something from my office, and my office door is open, and some of her students are going through my desk. And I jokingly said, well, I'm glad I took my porn home last night. Oh, God. <laughs> to, to the students? <laughs> to the teacher. Not oh, the to the teacher. Okay. <laughs> nice. I don't think I can say that to the kids. Is there, is there no. any sense of privacy in public teaching? No. Well, obviously not, because Andrew sent me a Snapchat from one of his students the other day. I get this Snapchat, and I'm like, oh, Andrew sent me a Snap. That's not very often. I hit the button, and it's this random teenage girl, and I'm like, oh, and then it says, Mr. Jemison shouldn't leave his phone unlocked in his office. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, Andrew. Yeah, I know. Oh, dear Lord. Lesson learned, right? The less I learned that lesson the hard way, um, Stuart, a friend of the show, uh, who's been on a long time ago, but he's helped out with the show, his daughter, when I worked at the church with him, she got a hold of my phone, my iPhone, and took every application, because I have my, my phone's got a bunch of folders um, in it. I like to have all my apps in folders. I mean, I have, I have about 12 folders on my, on my front page, and each folder has at least five, six apps. She took out every single app and put it on its individual page. It took me <laughs> literally 20 minutes to scroll through to slide them all back over to put them back in folders. From then on, I've always had a password on my phone. Or since then, I should say. Um, I, I also typed, what prop master thought six monitors a foot apart mounted two feet above the seat was a good idea? Um, it's not even realistic. I know that's the problem. Like I have multiple monitors and there are several teachers at our school that have multiple monitors, but they're side by side. Yeah. And frankly, like once you get to three monitors, like, yeah. like corny, you know, who, who was kind of our computer maven of this, of this show, <laughs> he, he, he sent a group message one time when he finally got his, he got, he got three monitors at his workstation. Because normal computers don't have a third video card that you could send a third monitor. You have to make that. And he did. I'm not sure how he did it, but he got third. So, so I'm okay with having six monitors for the computer. I'm fine with that. But they, they wouldn't be a foot apart. Like, he wouldn't do that. It's so dumb. I forgot how. And they're all, the computer monitors are different sizes. Why wouldn't they all be the same size? Like, there was two that were small, and then three that were big, and then one that was, like, a circle. It was very strange. Not really. But. Well, I mean, I, I know I have two monitors at work. One's bigger than the other. Um, because you're a government employee. You're just happy to have two monitors. That's true. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, like... <laughs> I could never go back to one, though. I'll tell you that much. Well, yeah, no, I mean... And when I... I mean, I have a laptop and my um, Mac Mini... My desktop uh -huh. and my and my monitor for my Mac Mini is literally just a TV. It was just a small, twenty-seven inch flat screen that I bought off eBay, not off eBay, off Craigslist for ten bucks. But whenever I'm doing video editing, I use the second screen option on my laptop. So I mean, I'm using my laptop small screen, my what thirteen inch screen, and then this twenty-seven inch screen. So again, I'm okay with that idea. But this is like the guy who has all the money in the world, who bought the latest thing, blah 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 blah, and like they should all be the same. You know, it's just dumb. It's really yeah. Dumb. You think if he'd buy in mass, you know, you're going to 
buy five of the same. Yeah. You know, you're not just going to go, oh, I want this one. And oh, this one's going to be neat. Oh, this one is interesting. The one thing that they, the one tech trope or hacker trope that they didn't do, and I'm glad that they didn't, was when they clipping in. When they what? You know, when they clip in, they, they like, oh, they no, no, take no. A and they, for the telephones, usually that's usually what they'll do. No, no, I'm okay with that one. That's not because that's kind of like, that's kind of how that actually works, kind of. I mean, yeah, it, whenever you, you tie in, like like in the National Treasure, he yeah. hooks one, he hooks his device to one piece of um, coax and he has access to all <laughs> the cameras. No, yeah. That's not how that works. No. Um, when they superimpose whatever the text is on the screen onto your face, like like um. the monitor is a projector. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've seen that. We've Several seen that. Times. We've seen that before in movies, and I, I don't know why I don't like it. There's um, only one time that happens. And that's when you're teaching and uh, you're in front of the uh, <laughs> in front, in front of the projector. projector. Yeah, yeah, the overhead projector. Uh, Google that, kids, if you don't know what an overhead projector is. Or if you're you're in Jurassic Park and it's projecting uh, the DNA code onto uh, raptors. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot it did that. Yeah, it does that in that, and that's dumb. <laughs> it's dumb, Sam. You know what it is. Um, <laughs> the only time I've ever seen it done right, and it didn't, because it wasn't a projection, it was reflection, was in Whistler, uh, his glasses in the movie Sneakers, right? He's got there those big yep. black glasses, and we're seeing the screen, you know. Through, but see, that works, because it's a reflection, it's a not reflection, a, not a projection. I forgot yeah. about the raptor part. You're totally right. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, I never picked up on the fact that that was... Like a computer monitor reflection. I always thought it was a projector in the room doing. Well, things. I think it was a projector, though. I, I can't. I really can't remember now. I thought for some Let reason. Me, why it would was, they be projecting code? I don't know because they had. Remember that really awkward dinner scene that they're having when they're eating chili and sea bass, and they've got these. Oh, slide, there's a projector going behind there's, them. There's yeah. like five slide projectors, which yeah, but they weren't in that room with the the Raptors. I, I know, I know. But my point is, is like since they they had that, I just assumed that they had that in like all the rooms, right? Like these <laughs> random pictures, like sliced some asshole was in the back <laughs> clicking a button to to advance the slide, and he didn't get the the uh, uh, the evacuation notice, so he's still back there. Oh, here's some <laughs> here's some DNA code. This would be cool to spit in the slide projector before I leave. Anyway, was, was that in 94? 93 was Jurassic 93. Yeah. Did I mean, weren't slide projectors a little outdated at that point? He's eating power spared, by 93. He spared he's some expense for that no expense. I mean, they might not actually have been slide. No, they were slide projectors. They, they were slide because you, no, you, you, you can hear them clicking. Right. Yeah, they weren't like projectors hooked to a computer. Because even when I watched that, that for the first time back when I was in elementary school, I thought, I haven't seen a slide projector. And, my grandparents. Okay, here, here's. Let me see if I can I can uh, uh, figure out how old you guys are. Did Did you in school in elementary school when you were in history or something like that? Did you have the old pro, not projectors film projector? It was a slide projector that it would ding and you'd have to turn the slide to the next one. Ding through no. the slide. <sighs> really? We, we okay. watched movies on film. I remember them actually having to film actually work an actual film projector. I remember that. Um, I don't know what you're talking about, though. Ding the slide to change the... No, that's... I don't remember it. I mean, it might have happened. It wasn't video. It was just one slide. Yeah. No, I don't remember that. Um, And in (laughs) fairness, I mean, I am only three years younger than you, but that that might have just been a weird Florida thing. I don't know. Were you in Florida then, or were you still in Minnesota? I was Florida. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, uh, I also wrote, was never sure why Stan runs and thinks jumping down the cliff, cliff of death was a good idea. <laughs> they should all have really? broken many things, kind of like the fall from the rundown. Yes, agree. <laughs> I, I mean, ugh, I don't, uh, watching that, I had anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand. <laughs> uh, did she know? Okay, so, so back to again, okay, Sam. So this whole movie is yeah. predicated on the idea that that people that are that are making the plan, 
right? So Travolta is constantly making plans, right? He's a schemer, as Heath Ledger yep. would say. And all of these plans are predicated on precise timing, on variables of another human, right? It's not like... So in order for the whole DEA thing to work, Ginger has to be getting undressed while still wearing the wire just when Stanley comes into her room, right? She yeah. has to know, oh, wait, I hear footsteps. Those sound Australian. I guess that's Stanley. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to get naked, and I'm assuming he's just going to come into my room because that's now the relationship we have. So I'm just going to hang out and pretend I'll take my clothes up and take them off and put them up and take them off. Boy, it's taking a long time. For me. Oh, here he is. Oh, here he Oh, I'm DEA. Like, everything in this movie is predicated on him just happening onto the perfect timing of everything. Um, so, uh, again, that, that's the stuff that really annoyed me, besides the bad tech. <laughs> Does that, speaking of that scene, did it remind you at, of all, at all of, uh, oh God, I just had it in my mind, True Lies with Jamie Lee Curtis? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. That, you said that, but yeah. There was no dancing, but... Yeah. Just the awkward dancing lingerie and body body type. I was like, oh, except except Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't. I didn't find attractive. Well, no, but still. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm with you. No, Halle Berry is a, a very attractive woman and very sexy really? in this movie. Um, and here's another thing. This is super nitpicky, but that's because I'm a sound guy. That when he grabs the wire, right, and then shoves it into his pocket, right, like what he's physically holding, it looks like. Like those wires that you have, like mm-hmm. like police have for earpieces, and yep. not a microphone. That wasn't a lavalier. Um, and she would still be wearing the pack. There would still be a. In order to wear a wire, you still have to have either a yep. a transmitter transmitting to a recording device, typically in a van down by the river, or it you have a uh, some kind of recording device. This is two thousand one. I don't think digital recorders were quite in vogue yet. I, it would have been a tape recorder strapped to her thigh. So that still would have been visible. And and all the times we see her in the slinky clothes she's wearing, no tape recorder hidden in there, unless it's hidden somewhere. So when he yanks that off of her, it's just, the, it's just, it, it, anyway, that kind of annoyed. But again, I, I'm, there are, you know, only a few thousand people in the world watch this that would have gone, nah, that's not right. But whatever. Most people wouldn't know or care. I know I'm dumb. Um, I hate the creating of the worm scene. Yep, I had to write that again because that still pissed me off. Oh, really? The 3D tacking? You know you love it. That's so dumb. (laughs) I would like, like, Sam, you've done, you've done, like, websites and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that that how it works, right? You just type a thousand words a second with no text. On the screen, oh, yeah. and... especially when when he's tapping the same keys over and over again, yeah. um, you know, and there's no hitting the the return or the space bar. Yeah, yeah, that that's how it works. It's mostly you know completely from your mind that uh, it just kind of osmosises onto the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, osmosises. Uh, it, it leaks out your 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 holes and goes to a special USB port mm. that uh, that they apparently just didn't want to uh, to show that part in this yeah, movie. Whatever. Anyway, it's dumb. It's dumb. The whole scene sucks. Um, and you guys hated the music, so I guess every part of it is awful. Um, hated the what? You didn't. You didn't like the music either. I, no, dude, that was horrible. That was just horrible. And here's the thing. I mean, ooh, weird. Oh, I got to get my phone away from the tech. And no um, offense, the whole huge pirate thing was not a, I wasn't a fan of, of the earring and all that. I guess that was early. It's early aughts. People had earrings. It was a like thing. douchey. He still had, like, he had like frosted tips. Like, we're still, remember, yeah. 01 still kind of reeked of the 90s, you know? Oh. So, um,. We had the, and I like um, Huge Jackman too. No, he's awesome. And he, he and he looks so young and it's like you're you're minutes away from being Wolverine and would play that character for 20 years. Like yeah. or almost 20 years. Like, 
I can't imagine somebody else playing Wolverine. And we we will have we're gonna have to eventually. Eventually, to, yeah. someone's gonna have to play that role again because, you know, once he's, to, when because he, he's said he's done unless Marvel jumps in, but by the time Marvel gets the actual film rights to that with Fox, I mean he, he's gonna be in his fifties. It's just not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen next year. There's not gonna be Wolverine in Infinity War, two. Like, it's just not oh, gonna happen. It's, it's got. It can't. It's, got to. it's not going to. He's going to show up, and he's going to be in in Wolverine rage, and then he's going to wheel his wheelchair up and slash Thanos in the back. Yeah, that'd be cool, but no. Um. <laughs> anyway, what was that take going? that purple bastard. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? We're talking about the the, the hacking. Oh, oh, so I understand that. Like filming a scene where someone's just typing code to create a worm probably isn't exciting, so they have to like sexy it up, jazz it up. But all the stuff for him, like he Dancing. spins his chant around, and goes three, two, one, and then back into it. Like I hate all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And and I'm okay with him typing stuff and he's talking. And maybe you know if Corny were able to participate, he'd say like, no, that's actually kind of how it is. He's arguing with the computer because things are like not working. I'd be fine, but. I, I just, none of that scene I liked. I just, I'm sorry. I need, I need to let it go. What were you going to say, Andrew? Oh, I was just going to talk about the uh, very tropey police in this whole uh, movie. Yeah, I didn't, John Peel. I didn't. I didn't. I, I know we're kind of sensitive to police and their antics. Um. In 2018, by the way, the opening scene would never happen. No, well, no, I mean, with the police like that. They and immediately when they said stand down, they'd be done. They'd be back. No, but like Don Cheadle, like punching the lawyer and throwing him out of the room. I mean, like that's kind of unconstitutional or something. I mean, I it. I don't. I don't care what kind of hacker terrorism you're. You're gonna now again. The Patriot Act hadn't come into play yet because we're. Be, this is before 9/11. Um, this movie, you know, we didn't have that kind of stuff. There's a lot of, a lot of the, the world hadn't completely changed yet, at least for the United States. But but still, I, I like pulling a gun on some dude in an interrogation room. Like that's that's not a thing. You can't do that. But again, that's eight, that's 2018 sensibilities talking. In 2001, we're probably like, yeah, show that gun. You know. So anyway. <laughs> Sorry, but it, it did remind me of the scene in uh, in Iron Man three when Don Cheadle has the gun pointed at Trevor, Trevor Slattery, and he and he he he's shot the gun right. He shot the gun and he says, "Talk or he'll do it." Or he'll if you don't talk, he'll he'll do it again. Or he's like, "Do what?" And he, the gun barrel is still hot from firing, and he just takes the gun barrel and sticks it on his face. He's like, oh, "Okay, I'll talk." Like that just reminded me of that. <laughs> just funny. Um, I forgot that there were. Laptops that had antennas. Oh yeah, sure. Like for cellular use. Yeah. I had one with for for wireless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. Yeah, I had one for a while. But uh, you know, this movie came out in two thousand one. I was in my freshman year of college, two thousand two, and so I bought a laptop, and it was way thinner and way more modern than what's in this movie. Hmm. I remember I was talking like to someone tech. excuse me recently about my college experience and they said um they said did you did you have a laptop in college I'm like hell no and they said well, what do you mean they had laptops back then I said yeah but they were so expensive I was scared to one to buy one and take it to class because you know everyone just takes their laptops to class I said I went all through college taking notes on paper and they said, oh, my gosh. I said, I had a computer at home that I could do research on. I mean, for the first – I mean, even my freshman year, freshman and sophomore year, I lived on campus. It was a dial-up line. There was no yeah. high-speed internet in the dorms. I, um, it, was, it was dial-up. I had AOL for the first <laughs> two years on campus. Um, and then when I moved off campus, I paid to have uh, a, quote-unquote, high-speed line put in. That probably got max five meg down, 
probably. Um, it was slow. Maybe 10. But it didn't matter because we weren't downloading content that was big. Right. You know I'm saying we weren't streaming videos. We weren't, we were looking at word docs and pictures. Um, and that was good enough. I mean, even online gaming was at its infancy then, but we didn't, I mean, we didn't participate in that. I mean, playing Goldeneye on one 27 inch <laughs> TV was good enough for us for multiplayer playing, yep. playing melee on the GameCube on my 32 inch TV. That was, that was it, man. That was, that was cool, <laughs> especially Sam. When you rented the game room, or you rented one oh, of the um, yeah. not the game room, but you rented one of those rooms in the student in union, the union, and yep. we put we put Brawl on one screen. This was a VGA projector, giant um, projector. Yeah. yeah, this well giant. We say giant. It was probably uh, for a good meeting size. It meeting was room probably size. sixteen by ten. Yeah. Um, foot screen and and then we had Halo 2 on the Xbox on another oh, screen six different TVs on that one yeah so I mean that was that was it back then so but yeah it, it blew whoever I was talking to it was like oh my gosh I can't imagine going around without a laptop and I said I was too scared to buy one and carry it places because they were mm. I mean yeah a MacBook Pro now cost 1500 bucks but you buy Apple Care for it and you drop it whatever you know or it depends also what school you go to. If you go to High Point University where my mom taught, they give you a a, a laptop. Oh, I dropped mm-hmm. it. Okay. Back it up. Send it. We'll, we'll, we'll just take all the data. We'll dump it to this computer. Here you go. But you also pay 30 grand a year to go there. So. <laughs> anyway, um, that's what I was going to say. Um, I did like his analogy about the dog. Uh, but you have to make sure that you don't miss trying to kill the dog. <laughs> um, uh, I love the car chase, but having a truck blow up at the end was a bit much. I thought that was real Explodium. dumb. Explodium. <sighs> Explodium, yeah. Uh, I did like the fact, though. Oh, that... oh I, I do have one question for you. Yeah. They must have had an extra person bomb to put in the car of the uh, senator's assistant. Yeah, yeah. They Otherwise, would, why would you put the ball bearings in there? I think yeah, that was kind of weird. I mean, unless uh, we have to show that he's that's his mo, right? Is that he's going for mass casualties? Mm-hmm. But I just again like Travolta's just being like a douche at that point because he's mm-hmm. yeah he just wrecked all those other cars. You're just trying to kill one dude, right? Like, yeah. And he knows the guy. He obviously knows the senator's aide is the guy mm-hmm. who ordered the hit or physically ordered the hit. So mm-hmm. if you want to kill him, fine, kill him. But like, there could have been a pregnant woman in that in that parking garage, and he just killed yep. her. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like Travolta really is a bad guy. I mean, he is a bad yes. guy. No um, matter what, by that point, yeah, you get that. You get that where he is. He really is. Basically, his little monologue at the beginning of the film. That really is what he thinks. Yeah. Um. I forgot that the guy at the airport was Lasseter from Psych, so there's our Psych connection. Um, okay, pilot, I want this flight, this 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 flying chase scene to be really cool. So when you fly with the bus, don't go up ever. Just fly through <laughs> the buildings. I'm sure it'll be okay. <laughs> like you shouldn't have to be screaming at the pilot to pull up while you're flying through buildings. That that should yeah, have been done a what long was the time ago. Point other, I mean. To create yeah. more tension and to blow up the the poor guy from the the guy, you know what I'm talking yeah. about um, the the rocket enema. Yes, I, which was a totally weird. Like I guess they decided to give that stooge some lines. Vinny so Jones, he, yeah. Well, literally, yeah. he doesn't talk until the very last scene of Gone in sixty seconds, and then he has this this kind of kind of poignant moment and he's like, dude, I thought you were from South Beach. And he's just gonna uh, you know. Anyway. <laughs> um why is the shining still up? That's weird. Okay, here we go. Sorry. Um and the shining never leaves. It never goes away. Yeah, that's it. That's kind of it. That's uh, all my notes. Um anything else you guys want to add before I do some yeah. clippy clips? Very shiny movie with no substance okay yeah 
I and to John Travolta in a beret looks stupid as hell. Um, yeah, I did laugh. I, I did like the intro uh, that I played, uh, the intro of the movie. That it's like, like he's making fun of, you know, Hollywood making crap. And I'm like, eh, don't you can't you don't have to look too far. So. Anyway. <laughs> I almost feel like I should find a way to put that into the new intro. Like if I was going to create a new intro for the, this podcast, like to, literally to have the first line of the, the thing be, you know, the problem with Hollywood is they make shit, you know, just have that somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> that might be mean. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So ready for some clippy clips. Do it. Let's do it. They say, okay. Uh, number one. Oh, this, this. <laughs> so Sam, you've done websites before you, you have some, I would, I would consider a pretty rudimentary to a uh, moderate level of computing, networking and things. Yeah. And I would, I would say it's I'm, not I'm because of website work. It's just because I've ran an office and I had to network all the computers in sure. it myself and yeah. Running a small business, you kind of put that hat on a little bit. So when she says this line, I I literally face palmed. Okay, so here you go. Now this is not just a multi-screen system. It has a DS3 connection, which allows us to access seven different networks simultaneously. Seven different networks? What does that mean? Seven <laughs> networks? That's not a thing. That's so dumb. You can't access seven networks. Yeah, that's that's some stupid crap. Um, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, that a network is a thing, right? And yeah, unless you like have seven, you know, say seven small businesses within one building, you'd be able to hook into each one of those. But that's only if you know, they were all but, sharing the same trunk line. Yeah, so it's that's kind of dumb. So uh, they because wouldn't even. It's the so internet dumb. is a network yeah. that hooks into billions of networks. It's, uh-huh. it's so it's dumb. like, <laughs> it makes no sense. It makes no now, sense. Now, you would have specified, you know, this, you know, secure networks or, you know. It still doesn't work. DOJ networks or, you know, something secure that I could understand. It's still a dumb, and it's a DS3 line. Ooh. Ooh. What, what What is a DS3 line? Is that a thing? I've heard of a. Um, uh, direct server is that what that is? I don't know. Uh, direct server, yeah, I think it is. I think you're just we're, just, we're just, I think that's old jargon. I don't even know what the new stuff is now, no, but it's know. like that's that's like what you get to your house now. I just found out that, that pretty soon that the internet protocol we're going to IP6. I just found that out that we're soon we're going to the by 2020 we're going to IP6. No, we're getting gonna stop. Well, it's because they've run out of IP addresses. They're running out. And so when we go to IP6... We have all our internet of things. Yeah, all, well, yeah exactly. Because when people have uh, an, a light bulb that has its own IP, um, you know, we're, we're literally running out of, of, of space on the, on the IP. So anyway. Um, oh, I forgot that they worked together. Him and Vinnie Jones were in that that bad um, X-Men movie together. I forgot about that. So there's actually a lot of X-Men. Um, a lot of X-Men kind of references. You got, you know, you got your Travolta. Not Travolta. You got Hugh Jackman. You got... Say who? Ha- what? Halle Berry. Well, you got a lot of Marvel connections because he was in that Punisher movie that we watched. Mm-hmm. You got Don Cheadle. as I hey, Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, um, yeah, you got your Don Cheadle. You got Halle Berry. You've got... There's a bunch of uh, Marvel connections here. I tell you, Marvel's gonna be, it's kind of like the new Kevin Bacon. Oh. You know, how many how many steps away from from, from Marvel? Marvel? Are you? Yeah, it's pretty soon. It's just gonna be one. Yeah, it's really. It's gonna be one. Um, yeah, you know, like oh, I worked with such and such, and of course they were in a Marvel movie. <sighs> I'm still I I haven't watched Daredevil season three yet. Dude, I am on the last episode and I'm loving I just it. Finished it. Oh, um, I, oh, don't ruin it. I'm, I'm, I'm very much. I just, excited about I just, this last I have episode. to find out. Is there any reference at all to the Thanos snap? No. Like, like, mm. it, don't they have to address it at some point? 
You would think so. Like, I guess so eventually, but it might not. I mean, it, we might not be to that point yet. It just seems strange that they've all been really good about having things um, intertwine. Intertwine, and all of a sudden, it's not. I will. I will say I did appreciate. Uh, there was one quote in there. You know, somebody asked him. You know, why don't you get help with this? No, this is my fight. I. I, I need to end this myself. Mm. Which basically, you know, why he's not getting the rest of the defenders in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah. also because their shows have been canceled. Um. <laughs> well, they're canceling them to move them to their own private network. I, I think that's actually true, uh, and I've, I've said that on this show before, that the issue is going to be will Marvel have the the balls to keep them the as aggressive as they are? I mean, Daredevil is, it's not R, but it's close. Dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, there's some stuff that they, you couldn't put that on net, like, just regular TV. Like, there's a reason why it's on where it's on. Um, yeah, Karen. What did Karen do in the first season? I mean, she shot a man. Well, she shot. Yeah, she seven shot seven times. Yeah, point blank range. Well, and, you know. Yeah, but she also. Um, I mean, also you have uh, the kingpin literally bashed a guy's brains in with a car door, mm-hmm. and you see it sort of from a distance, but still kind of, blur, you know, kind of gross. I, I really do enjoy kingpin though. Okay. I like. I really like him as a villain. It's. Well, Season three is really cool. Let's yeah. just say that. Yep. I'm I'm going through the 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 cast list right now because I I didn't before. I'm just looking to see if we do have any Star Trek connections, and I found two so far, but they're just super small. You know, like a guy that did stunts, like the SWAT leader did, was in a Star Trek uh, First Contact as a stunt guy, and there's some other stuff, but nothing big. Pretty much, this is just a Marvel movie. The guy that was the um. Don Cheadle's boss, he was in an episode of Star Trek II, a Voyager or something. So, anyway. Uh, but the point the point is, is um, 14 seconds of this. You know, you put me in jail for 18 months doesn't inspire a lot of trust. You hacked into the FBI carnivore program. You dropped in a virus. You set it back two years. You're reading every ISP subscriber's email in the U.S. It was yeah, illegal. I, I did what every federal judge wouldn't do. I don't give a shit. Do. You broke the law, okay? You know. Oops. Yeah. We're apparently the government before 2001. I mean, before 9/11, is reading everyone's emails. Huh. Foreshadowing? I don't know. Uh oh. Sam? <laughs> we lost Sam. You okay? I'm here. I'm here. All right. Sorry. No, you're fine, I'm- dude. I was just resting. Yeah, okay. Eyes. Your eyes and your face and your you you almost pulled an Andrew. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> oh, sorry guys. I've been up since four o'clock. Yeah, before I am. I know we're the yeah, you know, we're we we'll wrap this puppy up. I'm just <laughs> the difference between you and Andrew is that you're wearing your headphones. Andrew wasn't. We were yelling at Andrew trying to get him to wake up and he couldn't hear us. <laughs> oh gosh. God, that was the best episode we've ever Snoring had. Snoring into the oh Snoring into the microphone. I had to mute him just to <laughs> Or to, I had to kick him out of the party to keep going to the show. <laughs> Listening to that episode made me laugh a whole lot. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was so funny. That's one of the best ones. Uh, really Andrew, is. what's your top, uh, what, what's your out of 10? Okay. <laughs> uh, here's Sam Shepard saying things. Let's just say you've got a 200-pound Rottweiler. Now, he loves you. That's his job to protect you. But if he ever bites you even once, you got to put him down. Got to. Uh, this made me laugh. Drive, Stan. Move. I can't try this thing. Learn. <laughs> Learn. Uh, I, I thought that was actually kind of funny. Um, one of the few times Travolta actually, I actually like Travolta in that in that moment where he's shooting up all the. They're not bad guys. They're just government agents sent to kill him. Um, but he's shooting them all up with that. Squad automatic weapon, automatic weapon, also known as a saw. And um, just learn how to draw a stick right now. Okay. Of course, I taught Corny how to draw a stick shift in a parking lot at about 1 a.m. in about eight minutes. But really, when else do you teach somebody to drive a stick (laughs) when you're in college? And really, I mean, do you need more than eight minutes? Well, no, I mean, I guess not. (laughs) 
Uh, this- all, all I know is I grew up with with tractors and construction equipment, so I I knew how to drive the stick for a while. You know how to drive the stick. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, cool. Uh, last clippy clip. Here we go. Uh, this seemed a little a little close to home for 2001, but again, it was before 9/11. They bombed a church. We bombed ten. They hijack a plane, we take out an airport. They execute American tourists, we tactically nuke an entire city. Our job is to make terrorism so horrific that it becomes unthinkable to attack Americans. There you go. Okay. Isn't that kind of what we did? Some more bad news. Ready? Yeah, oh yeah, we, we have kind of done that kind of thing. So, um, Trivia. Halle Berry agreed to the topless scene. Uh, for an extra fee of $500,000 because she wanted to overcome her fear of doing nude scenes. This was on top of her initial fee of $2 million. So now we know if you want to see now her we boobs, know. <laughs> 500 grand. Hey, Sean, can I buy 500000 <laughs> Yeah, about that. I'll pay back. <laughs> Vinnie Jones was going to do his own stunt. John Travolta stopped him, and a stuntman did it instead. The wire broke and the stuntman fell 60 to 70 feet onto a concrete floor, breaking Ooh. his spine. Oh, yes. What stunt was that? The only thing I can imagine is when Vinnie Jones is like getting ready to fall out of the bus before he blows up. And so yeah. he's probably on a wire where they, they kind of drop him before he oh, digitally uh, explodes. I would bet that that was probably that the wire broke. And I don't understand oh. how wire breaks. I mean, I, I hang things. I'm an installer. We hang stuff from wire all the time, and I just I, something was wrong, installed wrong, or or yeah, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Well, I'm sure yeah. it did, or not even leaving lawsuit. I mean, I'm sure that that the company, the production company, you know, he's he's probably still he's on. In a, he's in jail. You said no insured. Oh yeah, yeah, they're definitely, yeah, definitely, and they're very sure, insured. Yeah, yeah. I mean, productions like that all have insurance. Uh, and Thomas Jefferson did not shoot a man on the White House lawn for treason. This movie is the source of that rumor. <laughs> oh, That's how this crap gets started, Mr. Trump. That's right. <laughs> Excuse me while I whip this out. Wouldn't that be great if he like watched this movie on some weird Saturday night and then he quoted it in one of his speeches? He's talking about Hillary trying to put her in jail for treason. And he says, like, you know, Thomas Jefferson once shot a man for treason on the White House lawn. <laughs> like, and you know what? That could, that would that could happen. Oh, I could see it. I could totally see it. Anyway, uh, we just oh. lost all the Trumps. Anyway. Uh, top three. We decided to do movies that have really cool slow motion explosions. Andrew. Explodium. Oh. Uh. I have an honorable mention All right. of the interview <laughs> with Kim Jong-il or whichever one oh, getting yeah. slowly blown up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that movie. That's been a long time. That was a fun uh, one. Number three, Independence Day. Sure. Very nice. White House. Uh, number two, Rogue One as they destroy Jeddah mm-hmm. with the Death Star. And then number one, uh, one of the coolest, I think, one of the coolest explosion scenes in Sherlock Holmes as they're on the dock. And oh, uh, yeah. Watson trips the. Uh, yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Is it, is it the first one? Yeah, it's the yeah. first one. Watson yeah, first trips one. the thing and he turns back and says, no. And then it's like a, a slow series of explosions while Holmes tries to go back to save. Uh, Irene. So, is he saying, "Come on, Irene"? Come on, Irene. Let's not get blown up this time. <laughs> no, he's not saying that. Sam. All right. Um, I've got my um, number three is the exploding IED in Hurt Locker. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yep. You want to be outside the uh, the pink mist zone, or what? What they call it in there? I can't remember. I can't but. remember, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I've got my number two is the helicopter explosion in the Matrix. Yep, into the wind, into the building, and then I've got another helicopter explosion inside the Pterodon paddock in Jurassic World. 
Does it slow motion blow up? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember. Yeah. I, mean, I remember the helicopter crashing. I just yep. don't remember it. It goes, yeah, to a very quick slow mo or not quick slow motion, but slow motion. <laughs> so normal speed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Um, I have two honorable mentions that I'm going to substitute uh, in case somebody else uh, said. Um, so my honorable mention is going to be Star Trek VI, um, where the bird of prey is being blown up at the end of the movie. Um Nice, nice slow mo. They it was such a good slow mo shot. They used it the same exact shot in another Star Trek movie, which kind of pissed me off. But whatever. Um, my number three is going to be Bad Boys Two, uh, Johnny Tapia's house, along with all of the drug den houses that they're driving when they're going down the big hill, and they have these little slow mo moments where they're driving down the hill. How old is you? <laughs> man, after you look 15, thirty, fifteen, man, you at least thirty. Oh, I can't wait to do that when somebody comes to my house for my daughter. Um, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll get. We'll, we'll we'll get it going. Yeah, we can't do obviously that scene uh, for two very obvious re- or for one very obvious reason. <laughs> um, but we can maybe be like crazy redneck dads or something. I don't know. I, mean, I can still maybe pull out the shotgun or something. I don't know. But of course, by the time that is, we'll probably be such a litigious society. Like, we'll probably have to have, like, contracts. Like, you're going to take my daughter out. You're going to sign this contract. Or I will sue you for hurting my daughter's feelings. We'll probably we'll get there by that point. It'll be cool. Just They just put their thumbprint on an iPad to agree to the terms. I like it. My number two um, is uh, the Matrix. Not the helicopter, but the, the uh, elevator down in the lobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Specifically, and my number one is one of my favorite explosions of all time in the movie Blown Away, where um, the boat at the end blows up. And we right. are actually going to, you're going to get to see that movie in just a few weeks. Um, were we watching Blown Away? Well, we were, but I think it actually got pulled from Netflix. Oh. We were going to, it was on the list. It was actually supposed to be next week, but I think it got pulled. And so now it's farther down the list. Um, By the way, I just watched the Sherlock Holmes explosion scene, and you're right; that is pretty cool. It's a neat scene. Um, yeah. And there's just, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense in terms of them surviving all those explosions, but it's a pretty cool scene. Yeah, it is. Uh, oh no, Blown Away is streaming. Um, Where? It's on Amazon. Hmm. Okay, we'll figure something out. I mean, there's we have a lot of kind of action films coming up anyway, so. Um, well, we need some good dramas. Well, next week is actually kind of a drama. I mean, there's an action scene, a big action scene in it, but it's 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 mostly a drama next week. And then after that, we do something different. Anyway, um, we'll do Blown Away soon. It's on the list. It's probably going to be after the new year. Um, anyway, that's it. That's our list. That's that's it. And now I play this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? This is where you guys tell me, out of ten, what you would give this movie. Andrew. What would you give this movie? I would have to give this movie uh, somewhere right down the middle because I didn't enjoy it enough to watch it again. And my rule of did it keep my attention? Yeah, ish. I watched about half of it and then got tired and went to sleep and then finished it the next day. <laughs> so, um, That's what Sam's doing with this podcast. I'm, yeah. I'm awake. I'm just resting my eyes. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to give this a five, okay. just, just a five, just a five, Sam. I'm going to give this movie three points for each movie. So six, <laughs> I'm going to give it a solid six. I think it's okay. Um, it's like I said, it's very flashy. It's fun to turn your brain off to watch, but golly, there's no, there's nothing underneath. It's yeah. just kind of like it's topless or something. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm with you. Um, yeah. uh, I'm trying to think. So the last movie that I did that, um, uh, where I, I okay, we we, <laughs> I'm trying to. I can't talk here. It's actually been a while, in fairness, since we've watched a movie that we all universally liked. Um, yeah, which is which is kind of sad, but um. Because The Shining, you were... I did not like The Shining. Um, and I even and by gave, the way, where are all these comments that said that people are giving you heck? Uh, um, I got one on Twitter, and then some were verbal. 
Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So. Well, good. Good for them. Yeah, whatever. Uh. Anyway, my point is, is that uh, this movie's dumb. I didn't like it. I'm going to give it a 4.25 because I need to make the math work better. Um, and I think that's okay. It, it plants it right, um, well, firmly above the, the bad Doom movie. Anyway. Yeah, um, I'd rather watch this than Doom for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think I would too, actually. Anyway, that was it. That was fun, and that's that movie. Next week, we're doing um, a movie that I actually really, really enjoy, which is actually, I didn't realize it until just a moment ago, it's from the same year, uh, 2001 movie, uh, but it stars a really young, of course, everybody's really young uh, 17 years ago. Um, Robert Redford, well, not really young, Robert, it starts a younger. I was about to say, he's still like 60. Yeah, a really young um, Mark Ruffalo. Uh, and it's the movie called The Last Castle. You know, I don't think oh, I've seen this one. Uh, oh, good. That'll be good for you. Um, yeah, I really don't think I've seen this one. It, it's a good movie. Um, and for whatever reason, my wife still remembers that she gave this to me. I let someone borrow it, and I've never gotten it back. And she's still a little pissed about that. Um, so anyway, I won't tell her that that's the movie of the week because <laughs> she'll get mad. Uh, anyway, that's it guys. Thank you so much for listening. It was a lot of fun. Um, Sam is moments away from being carried off in the arms of Morpheus. Um, uh, so <laughs> no. red pill, please. Yeah. Uh, no, wrong Morpheus. Um, uh, though there's a reason why his code name is Morpheus because of dreams and stuff. He's the Greek God of sleep. Anyway. Um, not the point. The point is, is that we are Cheap Seat Reviews, um, and you may find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews, and of course on Twitter at Cheap Seat Cast. I'm not even going to pimp our Anchor app, because I haven't uploaded anything from that in two months, because I suck. I just don't have time, even though I've watched stuff. What do your review of Hunter Killer. I should do the review of Hunter Killer. Um, spoiler alert, I really liked it. Um... Anyway, uh, please send us your emails to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. For God's uh, sake, send them to Opie. Eh, whatever, it's fine. I don't care. Um, it, would it really would. It would make my day. It would make me genuinely happy. But I, I'm still pretty... Uh, I'm just happy that we actually get feedback through Twitter. Other means, yeah. Yeah, we do get some feedback through Twitter. And, and when, when people who've listened to the show physically text me and say, you suck, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that, too. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Except from when it's from Sam, then I don't like it. But otherwise, it's, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, yeah, anyway. it's okay because we have no self-esteem, and it can't go any worse. No, anyway. On behalf of uh, Sam and Andrew, this is Sean saying thank you for listening and good night. Happy 3D hacking. <laughs> <laughs>